Hello, tech enthusiasts and food lovers. Welcome to the Gusto Tech Podcast. Today is a Christmassy episode of the podcast. So instead of doing our normal discussion topics, we'll be doing a quiz um, for any new listeners. Gusto is a recipe kit delivery company which provides evening meals for the nation where you get to have all the fun of cooking your own amazing meals with all the exact quantities of food you need. As always, I am your host, Joe Cooper. I am a data scientist in the choice tribe of Gusto. So I build algorithms and reports that help decide which meals make it onto the menu week to week. And I'm joined today by three members of our data science team. We have Nick. Could you introduce yourself, please? Hello. Morning, Joe. I'm Nick. I am head of data for Unbox and Choice Drives. I'm the functional lead for data science as well. Nice. And we have Marco. Hello, everybody. My name is Marco, and I work in forecasting. Nice. And we have Rita. Hey, I'm Rita. I'm a data scientist in the Care Tribe. Nice. So the quiz will run like a normal quiz uh, where I ask questions and my lovely guests will answer. Um, but they'll be all on the same team trying to beat the boss's score. So I've already sent out this quiz to Timo and Sean, our CEO and CTO, respectively. And uh, they've gone off, filled it out, and I've marked it. And your challenge is to try and beat their score. So you can all confer and work to work as a team and try and get the answers. Um, so shall we get started? We get to know what their scores are. I'll, I'll let you know the scores as we go along. I'll keep you updated okay. as to how you're doing. I have a feeling... Meaning them... you don't want to scare us. <laughs> I have a feeling they may have cheated slightly. I know I know. Sean definitely made use of his assistant for some of the questions. So I, I think their the scores might be hard to beat, but you guys are working as a team, so I'm sure you'll do fine. Um, the target, just go for uh, non-zero, you know, as long as we get into uh, off the mark, that's the first target. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you guys have a team name? The data science team? Oh, I haven't prepped that. <laughs> we'll think about it. Can we come up with one at the end? You can come up with one at the end, yeah, for sure. Depending on how well we do, maybe we can reflect it in the team name. <laughs> we should be team though. Maybe this is biased to inflate our score. I do like the name Team Joe. I'm tempted to give you plus 10% on your score for Team Joe. <laughs> Joe, Joe, remember Team Joe is going to lose. <laughs> Um, right, so our first round is a Gusto round. So these are all going to be questions related to Gusto itself. So do you know your platform potatoes from your coding carrots? Your Timos from your Tebos? Let's see. So the first question is, at a minimum, how many recipes do we have on the menu week to week? You mean by at a minimum? Yeah, exactly. So what do we claim as a minimum? We have, oh, we have someone from menu. I thought it was 60 recipes on the menu. Yeah, I think it's 61 at the moment now. I don't know if that's the same as what's the minimum. There's some weeks where we have fewer than that. Like 58. What do, what do we claim, I think, is what I'm going for. Oh, okay. Good question. I'll probably say we claim 60, and then maybe there's a one floating there. We do claim 60, yes. <laughs> oh. But that's actually, oh, we're, off the mark. we're off the mark. It's not just a, it's not just a claim. I don't. I obviously I've worked on the menu, so I, I don't think that we've gone below sixty. And since we started um, doing sixty as a minimum, yeah, I'm not sure if we've gone under sixty-one. Have we? Though I'm not. Yeah, either way, I think uh, we we probably right. haven't. No, um, but I also didn't give Timo the points for playing sixty-two. So you know, if you just said sixty-one, I wouldn't have given you it. <laughs> Does that mean we're in the lead then? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on, the, on the first question, maybe. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, so, question two. What is the combined following for Gusto on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok to the nearest 100,000? What were the four again? Twitter? Twitter, TikTok. Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Facebook and Instagram. Too old for TikTok. Too old for Instagram as well. Don't use Facebook. <laughs> Twitter, I can... Yeah, how many... I did a Twitter account one day, actually. So I should know, but... I so did I, but... I don't remember. Um, what was it? To the nearest, any guesses? To the nearest 1,000, to the nearest... There's 100,000, yeah. 100, so it's, it's, okay. it's given us a good scale, at least. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm, this is the moment we ask Sean's assistant to help us. <laughs> yeah, you don't Red have a phone the... a friend, I'm afraid. <laughs> Do you have any idea on Twitter how, ma how many we have, Nick? I couldn't remember, no. I can't remember seeing that. My original number in total was thinking around the 4.2 million mark. Uh, shall we all three just make a guess and then we'll average it? We'll average it, I like it, yeah. <laughs> that is a data approach, the voice of reason. I love it. <laughs> Just, uh, let's just write it in here. How many hundred thousands? Are we showing it in the chat? Yeah. You, you put it in the yes, chat. Okay. In the chat on mm -hmm. the count of three. Oh, whoa, whoa, wait. This is such a data approach. I'm so glad I got the data science team to do this. <laughs> <laughs> Ready? Okay. One, two, three. <laughs> whoa. Oh my God. <laughs> 750K only <laughs> on all of them together. Facebook is quite high, I guess. I have no idea. Um, I would say on Instagram alone, we probably have like 300, 200K. Yeah, maybe let's take the median. So we discount yeah. outliers such as myself. And, uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Don't do it. I think we need you in there, in that average. Well, looking at your scores, I can tell you that whatever average or median you come up with, you're going to be wrong, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys have uh, slightly overestimated how many followers we have. We have oh, 500,000 followers in total across those. And we actually have no followers on TikTok because we don't have a TikTok account. So, oh, yeah, it's, quite, it's lower than you guys were thinking. Yeah, <laughs> I just judging by the demand, I'm sure that this gets on Spotify. I was uh, inflating mine to, to over 4 million. <laughs> Um, right, question three. Can you name all members of the Gusto leadership team and their titles? Oh. Nick, I feel like uh, <laughs> the pressure's on you to get this one right. <laughs> I'm going, Tom Wallace, Chief Marketing Officer. Okay. Sally Matthews, Chief Product Officer. Jim Buckle, okay. Chief Finance Officer. Okay, that's Tom yeah. Peter, Chief Tech Officer. Okay. Um, oh. I missed anyone. Uh, we have a new chief oh, people oh, officer Newtown, as well. Newtown. Yeah, Newtown is chief people officer. Oof. How many? That's you, so you've got six out of seven so far. Uh, who's number seven? Who have I missed? Unless I misheard you, but I think I didn't. I think you didn't get this one. Uh, Name the ones you've said again, just so that I can make sure that I did. You missed um, the right one. Tom, Jim, Sally, Sean. Oh, wait, no. You've said the... Newtown. Oh, okay, yeah. You've missed one. Yeah, you've missed one. Are we able to come back to questions? <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather you didn't, to be honest. <laughs> I'll, I'll never remember which ones you didn't do. 
you could take the hit on one point because to be fair, Timo got all of them right and Sean and Abby got half of them. But that's because they didn't put any of the titles. So ah, whoever was doing it didn't read the question. <laughs> uh, I think it's just time, maybe. Unless you can edit stuff out and I can... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you the six points. There you go. Uh, it was Charles Whitehead. Oh, EVP yeah. of Ops. Yeah. Um, question four. When was Gusto incorporated? And what is its trading name? Oh... I'm gonna say I don't hug the answers. Is this like when Gusto was officially? Yeah, I went on to when was uh... officially started. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, exactly. 2012. I was thinking 2012 and SCA Investments would be my guess. Yeah, S. Yeah. That is it. Yeah. Oh yes, nice one. Uh, question five. Uh, this one's going to be harder. <laughs> As discussed in a Gusto announcement in May 2021, Gusto can reduce carbon emissions by what percentage compared to buying from supermarkets and why? Oh. Some recollection of it being like 42. I was going to say around 40 was my guess, yeah. And why? Rita, have you got any additions? No, no, no. I'm, I'm on board with the 40s. <laughs> <laughs> should we, what should we go for, Marco? 42, you sound confident. I like if it's precise numbers, it sounds more confident. So let's go 42. And what do you have to say as well, Jake? The reason why? And why, yeah. Um, I promise um, it's not uh, because I'm a huge uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy fanatic. <laughs> uh, question was, okay, so why? I think uh, because of uh, food waste. Yeah, yeah. So food waste is correct. 42 isn't correct, though. It's 23%. But I'll give you the food waste. Close enough. <laughs> um, how many employees does Gusto have to the nearest hundred, including factories? Oh. We're like a thousand employees, right? Thousand, so much. Yeah, it's definitely over a thousand. Yeah. I'd say you might be pushing like 1,500, even more. Really? <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. hmm. Thousand sounds about right. Yeah, Maybe we got like eleven hundred, twelve hundred. What do you yeah, think? Twelve hundred is as far as I would go, but <laughs> Marco, what do you think? I think exactly one thousand one hundred. Nice. It's a team consensus then. One thousand one hundred, one thousand two hundred. Let's go one thousand one hundred in the middle. Just a little bit off. One thousand five hundred. Ah, oh, so I was right. You were, you were right. yeah, yeah. You were. I talked out of that. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going to get it then. <laughs> but don't worry, Timo and Sean didn't get that. Um, so, you know, I think that's one I asked the people team. So some of these questions, I'm a bit like, am I right or am I wrong? Surely Timo and Sean know better than me. But... <laughs> well, the time is published anyway, it'll be out of date. We'll be up to exactly, yeah. So, so they'll probably be right by then because they put higher answers. Yeah. Um, so question seven, um, Gisto has gone through uh, two logo changes uh, in its lifetime. Do you, can you describe the other two logos? The, the one just before was very similar, just was slightly curlier, yeah. different, like still white on red, wasn't it? And slightly, uh, um, like, 
was it which letter was it the gust like the g on the gusto yeah it was the something on the g yeah slightly different shape i think but and the font changed slightly but still pretty similar i think yeah we know what we're talking about there i don't remember the first one though i'm trying to remember it i think i've seen it in one slide once like from some archaic slide path (laughs) i i thought there was only one uh logo change and i went back in the facebook group and found another one from ages and ages ago it was like the first logo they had and they must have changed it in the first year mm. or two oh, i can't remember there's a there's a key I, I i don't want to give you the point for the one the one just before this because there's a key thing i think that you need to describe to really oh. distinguish it from the current one is there a hat on one of the letters or not oh there is there <laughs> is yes okay i'll give you the point for that one um but should we leave the other one because i feel like yeah. oh you have to describe the current one as well i technically put that in the question but that's what Timo and Sean did as well. <laughs> yeah. White white writing, red background, no hats, no nice. fashion accessories. Yeah, let, let's get, yeah, that, that sounds good. <laughs> no what fashion accessories. Was it white and black or it was definitely a lot plain. There was no red, I think. The first one was black. quite the first one was quite stylized because it was a frying pan with like a oh. curved handle and then it had gusto in the middle and then it had some writing around the edges. I can't remember what it said around the edges, but it said something around the edges. Yeah. Um, so it's quite stylized. Yeah. Nice. I've never seen this. Yeah, I hadn't seen it until I did the research. So. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, so this one you ha- might be able to answer by running around your house, maybe. Uh, question eight What do gusto boxes say on them? If you have a gusto the Tuesdays, box, at home, Tuesday's thing, isn't it? Ooh, what is that? You, you, you've, always, you, you've got something there. <laughs> Has anyone got any boxes that they could just look at? <laughs> Sadly not. No, I sent mine to the bin. Um, yeah, same. Recycling is uh, Friday morning. Who says Tuesdays can taste like Saturdays or something? Oh, like that, that is one. Yes, that is oh. one. Yeah, why, why? who says Tuesdays can't taste like Saturdays? Good one, Rita. How many are there? Is it Give It Some is on there as well, is it? Or not on the boxes? Oh, they don't, they don't put it on the boxes, no. Ah. I was going to give you two points. There's I only could find... So I, because I've been moving house, I have like a ton of boxes at my house. So I just literally went through all the boxes and looked at them to find out. And I could find three different things. Hmm. That means we've got one third of the question right right now. I I thought I'd give you guys two points uh, overall. So I don't expect to get all three because. What was one? Hmm? What was one we're missing? And put that on this, unless. uh... Michael Rita can think of anything else. I can't think of anything else on there. I can't. So the other two that you, one of them you could have got is uh, food is not a spectator sport. Oh. And a range bigger than your unused spice collection. Which I, I, I saw that one. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, I don't remember those, so I'm glad we didn't spend too long thinking about it. (laughs) Yeah. The, the Tuesday can't taste like a Saturday one is, is quite a good one. I, I like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, question nine. How many recipes are in our historical library? Oh. To the nearest thousand. Are we going to do, do another averaging? <laughs> yeah, should we put it in the... Uh, ch- uh, are we going to go anonymously in the chat again? Let's go. Have you deliberately not chosen anyone from menu? <laughs> yeah, <thing>? it's just... <laughs> It's just so easy for me to come up with many questions. <laughs> to the nearest thousand, that's already like a nice clue. Right? Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. Okay. 
I'll just give you a hint that don't go too high. <laughs> I was between two numbers. Yeah, okay, 4,000. Is that your final answer? And the sweetest got anything? Have you got? Mm. Are we averaging whatever we say? I, th I think so, yeah. Isn't that, isn't that like too much? Mm. I think it's definitely over 1,000 at any one time. 200, 500. Is it near a thousand, isn't it? You said, Jake. So we're going either three or four thousand, basically. Yeah. Let's go with three. Oh, great. Hmm. Hmm. Let's go with three. I'll give you a second chance, maybe, to answer that again. Four. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was four thousand. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> I feel like I should give you the point because you guys were saying four thousand a lot. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's four thousand at the moment. We're going up and up and up. Um, so I think we'll probably hit like 6,000 mm. probably by the end of next year. Um, question 10. It's quite a tricky one. Uh, what is the first recipe in our library ever? Oh. And I'll give you three points for the full dish and one point for getting the main ingredient. I have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> is it like one of the everyday favorites? Can you give clues? <laughs> Uh, maybe I should give you clues. It's not one of the everyday favorites. I can tell you that. Okay. <laughs> um, I can tell you Timo obviously got it instantly because he was the developer for it. <laughs> uh... And I'll give you a clue. The, the meat that's used, so the main ingredient, is not common. And this recipe is definitely banned now. Not because it's a bad recipe, but just because uh, we can't get hold of that ingredient easily enough. It's got to be something like reindeer meat. Uh, no, it's not we're, in the, we're in the Christmas spirit. <laughs> no, no one needs reindeer. Give um, a guess at the uh, uh, ingredient. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say you're terribly far off with reindeer meat, but you are terribly, terribly far off. Elk. Venison. No, no, no. I'm not going to give you this. So it's uh, the first recipe in our library was wild boar ragu. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, was say, I, I think it a pasta dish, but yeah, I didn't realize it was going to be a, a nice fancy boar rather than <laughs> standard beef or something. Nice. That sounds a good recipe. Yeah. I, I'm not sure how it tastes, but uh, yeah, unfortunately it's now banned. <laughs> um, right. So that's the first round over. Um, I actually didn't, count up the score i don't know what the cumulative is but remember definitely. we're named team joe you are named team <laughs> joe you're i think you are beating sean and abby to be fair because they didn't get many points um in the first round but they did get quite a few points in the second round so yeah we'll, we'll see <laughs> so the second round is food do you know your potatoes from your carrots do you know your pizza from your calzone let's find out yeah it's from your calzone Calzone, okay, yeah, okay, calzone. I clearly don't know my pizza from my calzone. <laughs> um, so, question one. Given the following instructions, what have I just made? I melt 50 grams of butter in a pan, add 50 grams of flour, mix together and cook for roughly two minutes, creating a smooth paste. Bro. All right, I didn't even get to finish. <laughs> but yes, that is correct. <laughs> um okay question two thank you rita <laughs> what is the cooking technique of braising it's quite a tough one i think hmm. 
It's not in water, <laughs> is it? It's not like, Ooh, like that's... Water. Wait, say right. that again? Like within water, like on a rather than in the oven, I think it's on a hob. And then in water, I would say, are the two. I'm trying to think what else is characteristic. It definitely does involve water, yes. Yes. I think you, you're kind of getting it. Like poaching so in water? Poaching in water. I don't know if that's really what it is quite. Oh, you're 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 kind of saying the right answer, but kind of not. <laughs> but is there a bit I'm missing or just I don't know. I feel like, I feel like you kind of have got the concept. I, I'm, I think I'm going to give you the point. So first you saute or sear it, and then you simmer in the liquid. So you kind of like sear it, and then add liquid and simmer it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's kind of like searing and then simmering. Um, See, so I think you kind of were getting the, the idea there. Yeah. I think <laughs> um, question three, name three types of pasta. Go, oh, Marco. Please, it's Marco. Farfalle, spaghetti, penne. <laughs> you didn't even let Marco have a chance. <laughs> you can say another three. You don't get more no. points. And I tried the, the accent as well. Yeah, I was right. Points for, for the effort. Yeah. I'll, give you, I'll give you an extra point for the effort. There you go. You get four points out of three. <laughs> um, so a classic question you might have heard before. Where did the Caesar salad originate? Greece. Is anything Greece? Yeah. Oh, it's not going to be one of those ones like a New York hotel. Is it like the Waldorf? This is a trick question. This is a where, trick question. Where it's is a classic Caesar trick hotel? question. Is it like a Caesar <laughs> hotel in Vegas or somewhere? Look, I don't think so. <laughs> I think someone yeah, just I mean, enjoys watching you guys suffer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Going for difficult questions. I think the Greek seems a sensible answer. I think rather uh, than say. It is not Greece, no. It's ah. Mexico City. All oh, right. Yeah, I didn't actually read the, the full reason why, so I don't know the reason why, but uh, I did know that because it's, it's one of those classic things that comes up. It's oh, not right. Greek. From Mexico. Next thing you're telling me that tacos come from Athens or something. <laughs> um, right, so question five. Cucumbers have many uses, not just eating. What might another use be? <laughs> I've seen ladies with their masks. <laughs> Eye masks. Put on the eyes. Yeah. I could go putting on the eyes. Yeah. Yeah. How, how many? How many uses do we need? Only one. I was only going to do. Oh, it okay. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's one. There's there's loads of uh, things that you can do with cucumbers actually. So like they have because of the waxy coating, you can shine shoes with them and erase with them, and you can use them to refresh yourself with the eyes as well there's there's lots of things you do with cucumbers you don't have to just eat them <laughs> um question six in the uk who is commonly thought to have invented the sandwich and how I feel like this is another uh, classic uh, pub quiz question yeah it's a good question i don't even have a guess though um... i'll give you a clue it was uh, a nobleman <laughs> it clearly didn't help. <laughs> it doesn't narrow it down that much. <laughs> and how as well. And yeah, and how slash why, I guess. Okay, can you give when as a clue? Oh, I don't know, really. <laughs> I'll have to look it up. Didn't it used to be like a way of like didn't different classes eat their sandwiches in different ways? So you'd have separate, you'd separate out the bread and the filling. 
No. <laughs> I, I don't know if that was why, to tell the difference between the nobleman and everyone else. But if that's not it, then I won't get down that rabbit hole. So. <laughs> but it's out of our misery. Um, it was invented by the Earl of Sandwich. And mm-hmm. it was an avid gambler um, who was on a 24-hour winning streak and didn't want to leave the table to eat meat. And so he decided to put the meat between two breads so he didn't have to put his cards down because he didn't want to use knife and fork. That's the, that's the, yeah. Ingenious. Supposed reason, but apparently, obvi- obviously, that's only like a UK myth, to be honest. And, you know, sandwiches were invented well before that. Putting meat between two pieces of bread is not that new. <laughs> it is. Uh, How many things came out of gambling? Probability theory, sandwiches. <laughs> It's it's important. <laughs> yeah. Um, question seven: What does a mincing knife look like, and what does it do? Mincing knife. Yeah, mincing knife. I guess maybe like the serrated edge. It's got quite big uh, oval arches in them. Big I, oval I arches in them. I don't know how it works. I've never I've, seen well, anyone mince meat with a knife. Oh. No. <laughs> big machine. Isn't it born but, that way? But is is that what it does? Maybe you should answer that question first. Does a mincing knife mince meat? Mm. I've only ever seen mincing meat in a big machine that you put like the meat on top and you rotate something and then meat comes minced. <laughs> I'll give you a clue. It do- it doesn't mince meat. That's not what the mincing knife is for. It mince pies. <laughs> 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 I don't know how a knife could mince pies. <laughs> I'm all of ideas then. Uh, okay, I'll give you a, a clue. I'll, I'll tell you what it is, and then you can try and guess what it does. Um, it's just, you know, have you ever seen those knives oh. which are like a semicircle and they have two handles either side of the semicircle? Yeah. Yes. Or, or, or do you know what it does? Like rocking back and forth. Is that like to. Can you chop veg or like garlic more easily with that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I didn't realize that was called a mincing knife, but I love the action. I suppose it's not really uh, useful for people just listening in, but love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't know what it did either until I was doing this. <laughs> I've, I've given you hard questions for sure. Um, question eight uh, Can you name the top five most popular British dishes? This was from a study that I looked at from 2018. They're, they're quite uh, generic dishes, I guess. Fish and chips. Yeah, so fish, fish and chips. Chicken, chicken masala or chicken curry generally. Uh, chicken curry actually isn't in the top five. Oh, what? Those pies. See? The pie and mashed potatoes thing. Like How's it called? Hmm? Not pie and mashed, no. You got one, one so far. I'll give you four more guesses to get the rest of the four. It's like a roast dinner must be up there, do we reckon? Roast, roast dinner. Yeah. Well, sorry, I should I should let you uh, confer before giving your answers. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of our everyday favourites, and they must be everyday favourites for a reason. Wasn't Bangers and Mash the one that I tried? Oh, sorry. Have you already said that? I think Rita did already say that. Oh, sorry. It yeah. wasn't there. I just it's, didn't know the proper name, but yeah. Like lasagna or spaghetti? Yeah. I won't do the accent. I won't yeah. match your accent, Rita. <laughs> yeah, spaghetti's one. So you've got two more. You've already done spaghetti, roast chicken, fish and chips, and there's two more. 
and I'll give you two more guesses for them. Uh, pizza going to be up there? Pizza's one, yep. Yeah. And last one. Last one I think is quite tricky. I don't think I would have got it. Can't see it being a fish. A burger or... Yeah, I was going to suggest... Chicken nuggets, that. something like that. No, it's fish fingers. Ah, uh, okay. Which is, yeah, a bit of a strange one, yeah. But to be honest, like some of the other answers you gave are probably also true. It's just difficult to find a study that doesn't contradict <laughs> every other study because sausage and mash and, sus- and pie and mash, you know, they're, they're all up there as well, to be honest. But you got four points, which is higher than the other two. So we'll take no that. problem. So this is a hard one. And this is, this is the one where I kind of figured that Timo may have been looking on the internet for this because I don't know how he got it. I was on it. This is like my uh, test question. Mm-hmm. Because anyone who gets this, I thought, surely has looked it up. <laughs> so, what is the first recorded recipe ever, and what date was it recorded? Oh, yeah. It's, it's, so this is an almost impossible one. You right. basically have to uh, guess. I think uh, writing started uh, three thousand BC, so that's our uh, uh, th- th- that's one bound. Mm. Um, apart from that, I don't think I can be very helpful. <laughs> I'll give you a clue. It was in Mesopotamia. Okay. It was found in like Mesopotamian region and during the Mesopotamian era. Which um, is a pretty think, big clue uh, to, the, to the year, I guess. <laughs> I think they wrote down the recipe for the sandwich. They <laughs> <laughs> rediscovered and culturally appropriated by El Sandwich. <laughs> they probably did. <laughs> What do you think? Do you want to guess a year first? If anyone knows what the Mesopotamian mirror's years roughly were. <laughs> History is not my strong point. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to Marco's advice of 3000 BC to... Uh, let's go with 1000. Yeah, I was going to say 1000 BC. That sounds about right. Mm, a little bit further back, maybe. <laughs> it was 1700 BC. Pretty, Wait, you're pretty close. 2000 is pretty close. Oh, did you say 2000? Oh, I thought you said 1000. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I'll give you the. I'm sorry, no, but yeah, you're right. We did say 1000. She was tricking me into points. <laughs> uh, well, do you want me to give you the, the recipe as well? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I can't think of anything that would it be. Was a, it was a lamb it's... stew. I was going to say lamb. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And somehow Timo got it right, which is very suspicious because he didn't just get the year close. He got 1730 BC, which was the exact date in the article that I used to find this. So <laughs> a little bit yeah, suspicious. I, I think if he was cheating, he would get it wrong on purpose. I think uh, <laughs> I'm backing Timo on this one. <laughs> um, right. Question 10. Why is salmon meat pink? Two points. So two answers to this. Basically, why is wild salmon meat pink, and why is non-wild salmon meat pink? Um, well, it's, it's uh, originally blue, but then it goes through cosmological redshift and becomes pink. <laughs> I have no idea. It's not like the uh, flamingo, is it? With the algae they eat in the wild, and they don't, or they're not exposed to it in the uh, in captive breeding. So you're pretty. Yeah, you're basically right. There's something they eat. Um, so basically, they eat shrimp, which makes them go pink in the wild. But you still buy, so I'll give you a point for that. So, But you still buy pink salmon meat, but it's not from the wild. So what 
what happens to make it pink. And they eat beetroot instead. Don't tell me it's artificial. Please, I'm, don't I'm sorry, Rita, but it me. is artificial. Uh, yes. <laughs> oh, no. I'll, I'll take that as your answer because I feel like you, uh, you deserve the point for being so disappointed. But yes, they, <laughs> did, they do dye salmon meat pink. Um, mm. they, f- they feed it like a, um, a pink dye with a, a particular type of plant that helps to dye the meat. So it's when not completely unnatural, but Delicious. it's kind of... <laughs> it's artificially produced though yeah it, what 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 stage do they do that what? i think they do it when they feed they so they feed the um, when they salmons feed. Yeah. yeah yeah okay so it's like throughout the salmon's life yeah exactly um so question 11 why do water bottles have an expiry date because of the plastic yeah i was thinking that plastic degrades does it yeah, because of the plastic. Yeah. Nice. And question 12, last question of this round. Uh, what's the most stolen type of food in the world? Olives. No, chips. Yeah, <laughs> chips. Olives, chips. Do you mean, what do you do think you mean like from a, from a shop or from someone's land? From a shop shop yeah. yeah i think okay. i'm not actually sure i don't i'd have to go into the study maybe it is from someone's land as well yeah because if it's from your dinner partner it's definitely chips yeah it's not that <laughs> yeah so from land it's it's to i guess what's the most long type of food to then resell you wouldn't resell the chips that you stole <laughs> <laughs> no Chocolate or packet of crisps. I was thinking, yeah. I was wondering if eggs would be up there. Just the crisps, chocolate, eggs, or beer or spirits. I was thinking of. Ooh. I'll give you a couple more seconds to confer and give a final answer. <laughs> Sounds like we might be close. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, right, go on. What, give, give me an answer. Coke. No. It oh. is cheese. Cheese. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Interestingly enough. Oh. Um, so that is the food round. Uh, our last round is the tech round. So do you know your data scientist from your data engineer? your corporate giant from your unicorn? Let's find out. <laughs> there aren't as many questions in this round um, as, as the others. Um, so first, ra- first question. Um, it's estimated that what percentage of all data is currently analyzed and used? Well, when I say currently, I mean as of the 2012 study. So in the study in 2012, at that time, how much data did they say was currently analyzed? To the nearest percent. So of all data collected or all data that exists? All data uh, that exists, I think. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. zero, like if we round to the nearest. Yeah, there's a point. Zero, zero, one. You're very close. Um, a little bit higher than that. It's a little bit higher than that. But not... But, Maybe maybe I should give it to you because you're you're pretty close. 
It's going to be less than 0.1%, percent shall we? So the nearest percent, though. Nearest percent. Oh, I feel like I should give it to you. So it was it was like 0.4, oh. well, 0.5 in their study, but I think it was actually 0.4, but I don't know because I'd have to go and look into it. I'm going to give you the point, though, because, yes, it was an incredibly small amount. That's the point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if we go with the Python convention of rounding 0.5 down to zero, then... <laughs> you were correct. <laughs> Round to the nearest even integer. Um, question two, how many searches to the nearest million does Google get every day? To the nearest million, I meant billion. To the nearest billion. <laughs> okay, let's average here. Do you want another data approach? Maybe I should be uh, announcing the numbers you give. You should just tell each other, to be honest, because it's easier. The chat okay. won't be seen in the podcast. <laughs> True. My original thought. Oh, I was going like 110. Yeah. A lot higher than 9B, right? I'd say. Um, yeah, 50B. You know. Yeah, 50 is kind of in the middle between Nick and I, so let's go with that. Let's go for that then. 50, 50 billion. billion. There's actually only 3.5 billion. Oh. Yeah, a lot lower. Interesting. Yeah. Well, funny enough, but no one else got that right either. So, <laughs> Marco was closest. Um, question four During the lockdown and the COVID pandemic, there'd been a huge shift in the way companies interact with their clients. Uh, so, I have two questions for you. Before the pandemic in May 2018, what percentage roughly of customers' interactions were digital for companies globally? So, how many? Um, digital interactions did companies have with their customers globally before the pandemic? And the second question, what do you think the percentage was roughly afterwards? A game of guesses. So, <laughs> And these are of tech companies as well. I think originally something like single figures to something like 45 or something, or even more than 50%. Like maybe 12 or 13% up to about 55, 60. Ooh, so your second, your second one is correct. And you're very close with the first one. I was going to go with 20 for the first one, but maybe that's too high. No, I'll give you 20. Yeah, 20 to 58%. So a big, big change in how interactions occur. Wow. Which is pretty amazing, really. Mm. Um, question three, who was the inventor of the World Wide Web? Tim Berners-Lee. Oh, excuse me, Sir Team Bernersley. Yes, straight away you got it. Well done. <laughs> um, and this is the last question, though. Second to last question. Um, question five. Uh, the Verge did a text survey this year about some of the biggest tech companies, um, and it had some pretty interesting results uh, when it comes to what people think of different companies. And one question that they asked the people that they surveyed. Um, was, would you be disappointed if one of the following companies disappeared? And it was including Apple, Amazon, Facebook, Google, Instagram, Microsoft, Netflix, Slack, Sonos, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube. I'll post them in the chat as well so you guys can look over them again. Um, which company out of those do you think got the most no's? So basically, which company did people not really care if it disappeared the most out of these? Facebook, I'm sure. 
Well, it, it yeah. depends. Does, Facebook does not, is the uh, most controversial one, right? Yeah, but as in, like, I would care very much if Facebook got taken down because I would be ecstatically happy. So it does not care in, in <laughs> yeah. or as in ah. being bothered by. I think um, it's be bothered by more, yeah. Like, would you be upset if it was taken down negatively? Uh, okay, yeah. Um, we have to, to name three. No, just uh, just one, which one? got the most no's, you think. Okay. It seems that like Facebook or Amazon seems the obvious answers. Are we missing something? I reckon Facebook. Um, yeah, I think surely not Amazon. I mean, for all the hate, people are still <laughs> very much reliant on it. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'll give you two guesses, actually, because I figured you'd probably say Facebook, and Facebook is wrong. Facebook actually got a really low percentage, 48% of people. Mm. Um, oh. So it's actually a different one that got the most no's. I feel like saying Slack. Oh. I would live better without Microsoft than without Slack. <laughs> TikTok or Instagram. <laughs> yeah, TikTok. Personally, TikTok. What was the average <laughs> age thought, of the people responding didn't... to this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, that's a good question, actually. I'm not sure. <laughs> um, but I thought you didn't have TikTok, Nick, so what would it matter if it disappeared for you? <laughs> True, but <laughs> the fact that other people have it, I want to restrict other people's choices. <laughs> Just bitter that other people have it. <laughs> yeah. so. Um um, yeah, so let's. I'll just push you for an answer again. What do you think? Has anyone ever heard of Sonos? No, I think this is uh, common in America. Okay. I can't actually remember yeah, what true. it does now. I mean, I feel like it's probably that one then. Yeah. <laughs> what are we going for? Oh, sorry, I thought you were taking that. What, what do you reckon? What's the final call, Sonos? Sure. Yeah. It's not wow. Sonos, no. It's Twitter, funnily enough. Oh. Yeah, Twitter got 72% uh, no's. People wouldn't be disappointed at all if it disappeared. Wow. And Slack and TikTok got 70%. So they were the next two highest. So Slack was very high. I don't know why people have such a negative sentiment towards Slack, but yeah. <laughs> I think it's quite useful. But... Yeah. Right. The last question of the Gusto Tech Podcast Christmas Quiz. Gusto is known as a tech unicorn in the UK. Can you name three other UK tech unicorns? Deliveroo, Gymshark, is that one? Or Pure Gym, Gymshark, I think. Gymshark, Deliveroo. No, as in, I'm saying no because I'm disappointed to hear that, but uh, it sounds about right. <laughs> I'll give you three guesses. Some of those gym ones, I think, are all... I think, yeah, definitely Deliveroo, then Gymshark, then what are the other ones? Like Pure, not Pure Run, Pure, Pure Gym, what are the other? I would hope Pure Gym's not a unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember reading this recently. I'll give you a clue. We have someone in our data science team from one of these companies. Uh, Monzo? Yes. Uh, Monzo is one. Um, you have said one other, which is Gymshark. 
but Deliveroo isn't one. But I'll give you one more guess. There's quite a few. Um, I haven't heard of many of these, to be fair. <laughs> the other one, this is giving me a massive clue, but the other one is a competitor to Monzo. Another one is. Starling or Revolut? Yeah, well, both of those are. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. I'll, I'll give you the three points. Nice. Brilliant. So that is the end of the podcast. Well done, guys. Um, so I'll just tally up the scores quickly. How, how do you think you did? Better than I expected. It's certainly non-zero, so I'm happy with that. I think we got into double figures too. So, Where do you think yeah. you came among you guys, Sean and Timo? Team Joe versus Sean versus Timo. From the sounds of Timo might be on top, but if we, I don't know if you're giving us uh, bad information on the cumulative totals halfway through, saying we were ahead. I think yeah, false sense of security. <laughs> uh, Mid table mediocrity. Let's go second. <laughs> so in third place, we have Sean and Abby. With sixty <laughs> percent, they got thirty-two points out of fifty-four, and then you guys came second. Well done with thirty-eight points, and then Timo, who I suspect may have cheated a little bit, <laughs> got forty-four points out of fifty-four, so he got eighty percent. So he did really well. Um, but yeah, I was like, you, you guys did really good in the end. I, I, I was worried that you wouldn't beat Sean and Abby, <laughs> but you did. Eve, little face. <laughs> um but yeah that's brilliant um so yeah we'll we'll end it there thanks so much guys for joining um it's great to have you on i hope you enjoyed yourselves and uh, indeed. and learned so much about gusto food maybe a bit about tech <laughs> i'll never forget my mincing knife again exactly you shouldn't <laughs> for any new listeners we'll be starting uh, the new season of the podcast in january so keep your ears open and we will see you then thanks for listening mm-hmm.